Welcome to Football Hot Boys, a show where two hot seamen talk about football, chilies, Ben Shapiro, and chuds. All right. Does that do anything for you? Is that rest Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah I'm, I'm, my, I'm thoroughly jimmied Good. and thoroughly rustled. That's awesome. You know who else is for thoroughly jimmied and thoroughly rustled? Sean Watson, because he's starting a fucking preseason game. Let's go. Jesus, straight into the Browns fucking nation. sex Let's, criminals, Browns man. Browns Nation, rise up. Browns Nation, rise it did, up. It, he's like one of the only, like I guess, S-tier quarterbacks in the league that are starting right away in week one, and it feels like a very deliberate middle finger from a team that has just become like the Lex core of the NFL. Um, like, they're not even trying not to be just aggressively evil and shitty. I, I feel like... This might be the only game he plays this season. <laughs> so <laughs> get him out there while you can. Um, I, I don't know, man. It's uh, I'm so tired of hearing about Deshaun Watson. I'm so tired of seeing updates about him. I don't give a fuck. Um, the only thing funny I've heard about him is Nicole reached out to me and said that there was a massage convention in um, Cleveland. That is a real thing that happened last week. And there were a bunch of good memes that came out of it with Deshaun Watson. So, why do they have conventions in Cleveland? I mean, why do they? I do. I just work here, man. I have no idea. I, it's, <laughs> I don't know why. The only thing that came out of Cleveland that I give a shit about was is Kid Cudi. Um, That's a good point. I, it does kind of save the whole pot. I literally don't know anything else about Cleveland. I'm sure it's a beautiful city. All I know is my my short stint of driving through Ohio. Um, I was. It was the greatest place on the planet, not because it actually is. It's because I was leaving Norfolk, Virginia to get stationed in Chicago. So everything was better. Yep. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my until God. you got to Chicago, then it was until better. I got to Chicago and I realized, oh, God, what have I done? The grass is never greener on the other side. The the only thing I know about the town of Cleveland is that. Yeah, we're going to go with town. Uh, town of Cleveland is um, the river caught on fire there at one point. Um, I didn't Did investigate it? further on why that is. Uh, I felt it was poetic um, Did, and deeply metaphoric enough that I could just leave it at that. Did they set? It, did they put a bunch of tea in it and set it on fire? <laughs> I also don't think tea burns when it's wet. I think it's just there were so many false things about what I just said. <laughs> <laughs> I like that we're so small that I don't think any of our listeners are in Ohio. So I'm going to go ahead and say, for the record, I speak for everyone on the podcast. Fuck Ohio and fuck Cleveland. Cincinnati, you're all right most of the time. Cincinnati is okay. Yeah. Your, your chili is highly suspect. Um, but other than that. They're chilies? You're all right. No, they're, they have that Skyline chili, which is just like oh. Hormel chili on yeah. noodles, which is just. I thought you were saying they had like a really good chilies there. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they do. Honestly, if I have to go, Cincinnati is kind of the chilies of cities i suppose kind of you know it's funny in um in austin there's this specific chilies that's like famous because anytime we have someone like this is an old deep cut i don't even know if it's still a thing but uh anytime somebody would come into austin they'd be like hey is there any good places to eat and they would always send them to this one chilies downtown <laughs> it's everywhere it's like one of the funniest fucking things that place is full of just excellent places to eat, and you send them to Chili's. Yeah, because fuck them. We don't want people to move here. <laughs> it's like, oh, fuck this place. They have an average Chili's. That's the best place they got. Hey, it's a good Chili's. It's a clean Chili's, good good frosty margs. 
uh, great service. Okay, so this is sort of like an, a, a branch off from our repeated references to fast food here. Because, like, Chili's isn't fast food, but it's not sit down. Not fast food. It's like it's, it's it, fast food sit down. If you kind of want to make yeah. its own little, like, Applebee's, all those. I actually really like Chili's. I had Chili's last night. I had a, had a fucking buffalo chicken salad. It was delicious. Well, it's kind of like you pay $8 to go and have someone microwave a frozen dinner for you. Kind of. Um, yeah. Yeah. Kind of. I, I mean, I'm sure there's, like, a, a chef at Chili's. Like, I actually could have it's point stands. Well, but the way they do those, because I worked at a place mm-hmm. called Casa Olay, which is the same thing. They actually do have, like, chefs, like, at legit, like, starred chefs that create the menus. Mm-hmm. So all the food's made in one spot, and then it's sent out. So there are actually chili chefs. They're just nowhere near a fucking Chili's. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> damn sure. <laughs> They're on, like, a like a, an orbital base. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Deep in space. Just and they send like, food out. <laughs> Like Titanfall drops down to the parking lot where all the food is. Yeah, yeah exactly. I like it, man. So if, if we're like ranking those, okay. But before we do that, I I, I think it's really important that we set a ground rule first because I think okay. this changes the entire dynamic of the conversation. Okay. Okay. Are we including breakfast places in here? Because if we insert IHOP and Denny's, it it's going to significantly change what we're doing here. Yeah, that's a tough one because I, right out of the gate, I want to say no, but at the same time, IHOP became the burger, whatever, I forget, International House of Burgers or whatever, so it's like they're trying <laughs> to get in there. So I think IHOP, yes, Denny's, no. So is Denny's sort of like a, a pocket universe then? Like, do Denny's we just is like, kind of its Denny's own is, place, man. Yeah, okay, so Denny's is only ranked against Denny's and above George Webb is kind of how we're... Pretty much. I'd say, it. like, Waffle House and yep. Denny's are their own little... And this is coming... I worked okay. at Denny's for three years, so I I feel oh, like I'm an expert. Ah. <laughs> yeah, I was a uh, graveyard chef, man. It, it, so is that... Now, in food industry, some people will say, oh, graveyard's best because everyone's drunk and they tip better, or, like, is mm. or is graveyard, like, true, like, um, hell with a little bit of sprinkle of hell over it? Um, it varies. It, they they do come in waves. Like, you'll get the drunk crowd, like, at around, you know, like, two to, like, three, and then you'll get, like, the, the high crowd. Like, people are just super stoned. They don't tip. And then you'll get the truckers in the morning. Um, mm-hmm. Who'd also don't tip. So I don't know. It, <laughs> like when I worked in um, Texas, uh, Round Rock, Texas, it was great. Made, I made you know pretty good money uh, for being, I think I was like 18 at the time. Uh, however, when I went to Lubbock, Texas, I made a lot of money, but it also sucked. Because uh, fun fact about Lubbock, Texas, huge, huge gay clubbing area. In Texas, that's pretty mm-hmm. rare. So all the gay okay. clubs would come out. Um, you know, They would end and they would come in. So... I was just harassed nonstop. <laughs> okay. And it was super, it, like, I kind of, I, by no means do I understand, you know, how, I can get why it's so uncomfortable for, like, women to get hit on during work and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I, what I experienced is nowhere near that, but I got a sense of it. I'm like, dude, I'm just trying to do my fucking job. Can you stop just harassing me? Like, this sucks so much. <laughs> Look at that. Shoes on the other foot now. Yeah, we yeah. have foot, foot shoes. Mm-hmm. 
But yeah, um, I don't know. That was a how the fuck did we get here? <laughs> we still didn't rank. We, we, we still didn't rank these. Yeah, yeah, we haven't ranked any of this. We just talked about well, how hot you are, and then we got no, distracted. No, I'm not. Okay. All right, so what okay. we got we got like what we we got Applebee's. So Applebee's, Chili's. Uh, do we do we do, do we roll in the steakhouses? I was about like, to say, do we do uh, yeah um, that Australian oh, outback. Outback. So I think Outback. I think Ponderosa is out. Like I, I feel like, but I feel like Outback is like Outback's low gonna be like pretty in. high up in this tier list. If I'm, mm-hmm. I'm gonna be honest. And then IHOP. IHOP and uh, what other ones? I can't really. Chili's. Um, TGI Fridays. TJ for yep. TJ Fridays sucks. There we go. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> They're definitely so like I, I, low tier. Okay. So I I, I want to submit that IHOP is one because i'll go to an ihop without any irony or drugs in me i'm like i just want to eat pancakes oh you're saying they're so, the best yes i'm saying they're the best yes what the fuck no way dude yes. i think they're mm-hmm. i think the out of these ones that we named i think ihop is second to last i would say last oh TGI my god fridays actually that, okay so we were, we're at least on board there with tgi fridays because okay. the food's bad and it's obnoxious just to be in the building it is um mm-hmm. it sucks and the I just I've never enjoyed it. I'll I'll put it this way. How about um, uh, TGI Friday sucks. Applebee's also sucks. Yep, those are my bottom two right there. And then I would probably put IHOP next. Really, personally, I, I, I love IHOP. I, but. I, I, that's weird because you and I have gone to IHOP mm-hmm. and did not comment on the quality of the food at all, which to me is a good thing. But um, exactly, I think that's like the yes. first one we're talking about. Where I'll go there. It's and food. It's food. It's food. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. food. Because I, I was going to say Outback and IHOP are definitely the top of those. For sure. I, by far, yeah. And I think this is the point of contingency that I would put uh, Chili's right above IHOP. Because I actually do like Chili's. My thing with Chili's is I could walk into a Chili's and call it an Applebee's and be legitimately... Oh, man. They're not yeah, the same. I, I, see, I see zero difference between the two when I encounter Have them. Have you had the Fajitas? Keep in mind, I haven't had either in a very long time because uh, yeah. yeah. Well, as someone that frequents Chili's, I, I go there maybe um, once every three months or so. Just like we want to have like a date night, but it's not you know mm-hmm. anything too fancy. Yeah. Chili's mm-hmm. is fine. They have good marks too, like for what it is. So there is one thing that we forgot. I don't feel bad forgetting them because I think they definitely hang out in the TJ uh, I Fridays orbit. Uh, Olive Garden. Man, when you're here, your family. Um, too bad I fucking hate my family. That is going to be bottom tier for me as well. Oh yes, and oh, Red Lobster as well, right there. Oh, Red Lobster. So mm, that's top Red tier. Lobster is actually that's yeah, top yes, tier. Yes, I was going to say top tier. Uh, Red Lobster is actually really good. Yeah, biscuits are fucking. That saves mm-hmm. it. I don't, I don't even say it anymore. Like they actually have pretty good food for being. So, cheap. so what I'll say about Olive Garden is they are the most clearly microwaved food. Yeah, like like when mm-hmm. I when I eat this, I'm like, yep, this is microwave. Yeah, like, I, 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 yeah, it's, it's you almost sucks. like you're guaranteed one ice crystal in your food. Like, like, like that's that's how microwave they are. The the I think the only point of Olive Garden is to go for all you can eat breadsticks and salad when you're like either breaking up with someone or you're like visiting family that you don't care that much for. I think like those are the only reasons I'd ever go to Olive Garden. Yeah, or you're you're like trying to establish some sort of date, and you are just bo roke, like yeah. you're in college, and you like 
Well, Bet- between work, uh, between labor force jobs. Yeah, yeah, man, I, 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 I hate that place. The place sucks ass. I, uh, yeah, it's terrible. I don't, I don't have any good memories. And what's funny is they're not even that cheap. Like, for as much money mm-hmm. you can spend there, you could just go to like a mom and pop Italian place and probably get something like twenty mm-hmm. times better. So, and and we were not going to include any. Uh, we're deliberately not including any buffet place in this. Don't come at me the with golden this golden corral, corral bullshit. <laughs> yeah, we, we're, not, we're not doing that. We can go to the old country. We, we, we can do a separate feeding trough ranking later. <laughs> but uh, all those are the same, dude. I don't think mm-hmm. there's any. And like, the only like buffet style I think is good is like uh, like Asian type buffets. Like I, I can get oh, down yes. with an Asian buffet. So again, that's a pocket universe. Yeah, that like, is a pocket universe, yeah. which are have yeah, tiers in their own. Mm-hmm. What a Pocket universe. Wow. stupid conversation to this, have on This a spiraled into a, like a wildly nuanced conversation. This is more nuanced than any football conversation we've ever had it, on, it, our, it started on our off podcast. As a, it started off as a meme, but we actually went in on it. So I, I have surprisingly complex feelings about these places, and I haven't like gone to a chain restaurant in, in, in many moons. I do not believe so. you. Okay. I, I'm saying I, there is no way on this earth that you haven't had Panda Express in the past month? Oh, no, I have not had... So, first, two, two things about that. One, no, I actually haven't. I haven't had Panda Express in... Wow. Like, eight months. Having a massive GI infection also helped oh, with that yeah, during that time. not so, what you're going to want to get. Yeah, but um, the the other thing is I would roll that into fast food. That, like, oh, enters the... the For sure. Yeah, that enters the fat, fast food nether world of, like, Chipotle... And like sandwich places where technically it's fast food, but you feel classier eating it. I guess. I guess. I don't yeah. Know. I mean, I I get panda from time to time, but I realize it's absolute dog shit, and it's it's not. It doesn't taste good. There's no nutritional value. It's it's not good. First off, all those things that you say are true. However, I love it. I still love it. Yeah. Yes. Dude, I, how I have often no would intellectual kind of what like once a week. You were having panda. I felt like I would say about once a month because I had okay. like a Friday treat day where I would rotate through garbage. Um, so it was part of the garbage rotation. B Dubs is also time. in that rotation, which is not yep, garbage. B Dubs is, is not fantastic. Also, Pocket Universe. Also, sponsor but, yeah. us. Mm-hmm. Sponsor other sports podcasts. This is totally a sports podcast. Yeah. Enter minute fourteen of not talking about <laughs> football. <laughs> well, there's a reason for that, my friend. Yeah. It, well, so there was an actual football game. Um, there was a Hall of Fame game, which is the most irrelevant thing. Yeah, I didn't even, yeah, I didn't even like, pay attention to it. Uh, the one thing I will say is Amir White looked pretty good. However, um, someone needs to stop running backs from picking at numbers that aren't fast. Thirty-five is an ugly number. Don't wear it if you're a running back. It does not make you look athletic. It makes you look boxy. Uh, so don't wear number thirty-five. There you go. The more you know. That ends that ends my analysis of the Hall of Fame. Game. Hey, that's fun. Hey, Frank Gore's yeah. in the news. Domestic uh, violence. Jesus fucking Christ, man. We have to go from Deshaun Watson the, to Dude, we're here Craig to break Gore. the news, man. Is, yeah, this this is the this is the thing that passes for talking. No wonder we don't talk about football when the only thing happening in football in early August it's is people showing their taints to people and beating up their wives like I, or speeding. Like you can't speeding. You can't get away from it, man. I don't know. Yeah. Mhm. Soon, unbelievable. Man. Soon, Less soon there'll be actual football. Tomorrow, there's like something close to actual football because there's like a slate of games, so there's actually people to talk about. Yeah. Um, I, I I think we could kind of go through some like 
they're not even stories as much as just like presence in the zeitgeist as far as like things happening in camp and we can kind of go through and see like how much do we believe them are they fact or are they they fiction so the first one's real easy uh carson wentz evidently cannot (laughs) could not hit a receiver if he had like a satellite guided targeting system uh to find out where they were he has been reported as wildly inaccurate in camp are you buying that cody um I actually, it's hard for me because even last season, I mean, he's trash. I, I don't think anyone's pro Carson Wentz, but he mm. was still like a serviceable quarterback. I would, I don't know how he would like go back that far that quickly because he's still young. I just think he's an unlikable douche. <laughs> okay. I mean, what do you, what do you think? Like sincerely. Um. So, first off, unlikable douche confirmed. I, 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 I support that. I also think that there's a certain kind of quarterback that um, has spurts of like true success because everything lines up and they're incredible athletes. Um, I think Carson Wentz, at least before his entire body was destroyed um, in yeah. waves, um, was an incredible athlete. Yeah. And I think he had an MVP year because I'm not going to say that uh, offense was just like mind blowingly talented, but it was definitely a year where things were coming together uh, and everything around him was very smooth and, and frictionless. Um, I think every other time he's taken the field, both in Philadelphia and in Indianapolis, uh, and uh, I'm going to just go ahead and assume in Washington this year, it has been filled with various forms of friction. And I don't think he has ever been able to respond to that properly. Um, so what I believe he's an incredibly talented athlete that occasionally trans that will occasionally show itself as being an incredibly talented quarterback, but he does not respond. And there's going to be nothing but friction in, <laughs> in Washington this year. So I'm going to go ahead and say fact on that real, real, real easy that okay. he's going to really struggle this year. Oh yeah. I, I think he's going to struggle, but I mean, they're very. I think Washington as a football team is very. Com- I'm sorry. They're uh, no. I'm sorry. Both Washington's uh, football teams are very comparable in a sense that you have a good receiver and then people in uniforms out there. Uh, Seattle and uh, the Commanders. I don't. I don't know which is worse. I want to say Carson Wentz is the best quarterback out of all those guys. And that's kind of why I have a hard time 100% buying into that he's not he can't hit anyone. He may not have he may not have a good rapport with the receivers there yet. I can believe that, but mm-hmm. I, it's just hard for me to believe that he would regress that much within a year. You know what I mean? I We'll see. I think his situation in Indy last year was as close to the frictionless situation he had in his one really great year in Philly, and it was still a pretty underwhelming year where he missed the playoffs. Yeah. And I think he's going to have a lot more bad news heading his way this year in Washington, and I just don't think it's going to be enough to overtake it. That's fair. So I mean, I don't. Who cares? <laughs> um, now we'll go to Tennessee for our next story. One. Kyle Phillips is now the greatest short white receiver of all time and is running with the ones and is what would happen if Wes Wilker uh, had sex with Cole, a vaccinated Cole Beasley. 
Um, and Traylon Burks is fat and has the lung capacity Dude, of a one lung cancer victim so and is that. running running with the third team and is is 600 pounds. Go. What do you think of that story? Okay, I'm so tired. I mean, I'm not super high on Traylon Burks. Um, I think Traylon Burks is talented. Uh, I don't buy into off-season BS. I mean, um, at one point, one of the greatest receivers of last season couldn't catch footballs because they were too big. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, it's hard to believe in this. On. <laughs> um, I think Traylon, I think beat writers might be comparing him to AJ Brown. Cause that's what everyone did. Like, Oh my God, it's a new AJ Brown. It's fine. We don't have to, we don't have to uh, pay AJ Brown. Let's like, we can just get a young guy who's a, the same guy, which isn't the case. Um, mm-hmm. He's a talented guy that is just, he's new. Let him let him go through his licks. Let him like form. You know his play style is very similar to AJ Brown, but he's not the same player. So I think that you know he had a hiccup where you know he wasn't maybe in the best shape his first practice, and you know was having breathing issues and whatnot. I think that beat writers are just being trying to sensationalize something that it's just a rookie quarter or a rookie receiver trying to um, you know needs to learn his learn the ropes essentially. It's weird. It, it, it's a really weird narrative. Um, I, I can buy that he maybe didn't come. He came in a little dinged up. He was yeah. an incredibly physical player in college, and Agreed. when you play like that, you 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 gain a little bit. Of, you gain a few purple spots. So I, I can buy that. But the idea that he's somehow like not professionally in shape or something like that is, a, that is weird. It's but it's weird when these things come out of camp. Like the the thing last year, like with Jamar Chase, I got. Because it's like you're a beat reporter and you're at camp and he catches the ball and it, and he doesn't catch it and then you report that like you're reporting what you're seeing. This like there's so much narrative. Like I'm I'm just super curious. For for the record, I'm not buying it either. Like I I saw the guy play. I, I know he's a good football player. Yeah, exactly. I, I've, <laughs> I've, I've I've seen footage of him in camp that doesn't match that narrative. Like he's still doing exactly the same thing as he did in college. So it's just, but it's just like. Really weird. Someone out there has an agenda. The, the, the Kyle Phillips thing, I buy a, a little bit. One, because he was, I think, a bit of an underappreciated prospect coming out. And two, like that offense has looked for that receiver for like five years. Like they brought Adam Humphreys in to be that guy, and like he just never, never right. did anything because the early years he was there, they had Marcus Mariota, and the dude just could not move the ball. And then he was hurt, and just it just never. And he might not have been that good to start with. So, like, if he's actually that good, I think that dude maybe has the role they're talking about. But I, I don't buy the Trail on Burks thing. So, half yeah. fact, half fiction. No, I definitely agree. Um, I feel like sensationalism is bleeding from other aspects of the news into other aspects of the news that I like, and it's frustrating me. So, uh, next story is Saquon Barkley is healthy. Uh. Um and full of steroids to the point that he is nothing but muscle and all and he grew all an extra quadricep. <laughs> yeah. Um this gigantic tight end they have is like baby gronk, just because that's not overused. And Wendell Robinson is um half the size of Debo and twice the talent. So they're gonna be this explosive offense. So watch out for the Giants. They're sneaky in the NFC East. Do you buy it, Cody? No. Um, I, I literally don't buy anything you just said. Um, I want I want to believe 
Uh, no, I don't. What am I talking about? It's because mm-hmm. like they didn't they didn't change the one thing they needed to change, which was quarterback. Like it's going to be much of the same team. Um, I mean, I I want I want to believe in Saquon Barkley. I want to believe they can stay healthy. I because um, when he's healthy, the dude's a freaking monster and he's fun to watch. But I just no, I, I'm not buying any of it. What about you? Uh, no, for, for basically this, the same reason is that I just don't buy the Daniel Jones thing and you can surround him with as much as you want. And I just, I'm just not going to believe it. I'm not going to lie. Like, you know, we talk all the time about like, oh, you know, like I'm notorious uh, here for trying to put positive spins on dog shit teams. So like there is a a reflex here to go. Oh, I kind of like Kenny Galladay, Kadarius Tony window or Wendell Robinson and Brian Dable. There has proven he can turn really creative offenses out. But it's like you can build the biggest ship in the world, but if you you hire a donkey as a captain, you're going to crash a ship. Like I I I just I just don't have any ability. They don't have the guy there that's going to make this work. Come back next year when they draft someone or they've somehow acquired someone or convince Fitzmagic to come out of retirement and play for I, I wake me up then but like i it's a hundred percent daniel jones yeah like I I, I I i would say there is fact to some of the things that they say intrigue me but do i think it'll work no absolutely not yeah which kind of sucks because i i specifically that receiving core is good the receiving core is really good um codarius tony was <clears throat> i mean he had some crazy flashes last season um, it's just like he can't throw himself the ball. I mean, what are you going to Kenny Galladay as quarterback? Does that sound any better? Maybe, <laughs> maybe <laughs> <laughs> the fact that I had to waffle there. Yeah. Um, okay. Let me see what else I can find here. Okay. So these two may, f- may go a little too close to home for you. So, so let's see. Hmm. Paris Campbell's healthy. Yeah, I know. And he has more connection with Matt Ryan than any of the other quarterbacks, any other, any other wide receivers. So Paris Campbell in line to be the secret weapon breakout season, fourth year breakout. Do you buy a Cody? I mean, I want to. Um, I don't know. It's tough because he he has had flashes, but you kind of just said it, fourth year breakout. I mean, what it. I, I just I don't know, man. Like I mean, he's injury prone, and he's never been consistent. Um, I, I don't I don't really buy it. I mean, I think he may have a couple big games if he could stay healthy, but <laughs> no, I, I don't I don't buy it at all. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm just gonna completely punt on the topic just because like yeah. I believe in Paris Campbell or what Paris Paris Campbell was last time I saw him when yeah. he was in college, but I I. Just, Hasn't transitioned. Yeah, I, I, I just, I, I, incomplete grade, dude. I, I don't, I don't really know what to say. Yeah, I don't know. Here's an interesting one. Uh, Chicago's on fire. Everything's bad, um, and all their players want to leave. Uh, both, <laughs> both Tevin Jenkins and and, and Raekwon Juan Smith uh, have both requested trades. I don't think Raekwon Smith is going to request, uh, going to get a trade because they're going to make him the highest paid middle linebacker in the league and. You tend to stay where they do that. Right. Um, Tevin Jenkins, who cares? The offensive line's bad with or without him. But this is already a depleted team. It's already a team that 
needs to be focusing on developing a quarterback, but seems to be very defensive focused and has um, no good defensive players. Um, so, fact or fiction, this is going to be the worst team in the league this year, Chicago Bears. Man, that's hard. I, I, to be fair, I'm kind of I'm low key a Chicago hater. I always feel like mm-hmm. they're one of the worst because they're so goddamn boring to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, Lauren, it's true. Um, I don't. I don't think they're the worst, but I'm not going to put up a great argument that they are. I, I really do have a hard time thinking that they're going to be worse than um, Seattle or even the Commanders, to be completely honest. Uh, I think there's... I was going to think a talent of the roster. I don't know. That's hard, too. I don't know. I don't know. It, it's really a crapshoot between like those three teams. I would argue that outside of the running back core, their most uh, like exciting offensive weapon is a 24-year-old uh, rookie that's never played an NFL snap before, so Fair it's enough. going to it, it, yeah, it's it's going to be interesting to see how that team really goes about developing their quarterback at all. Like, I still believe in Justin Fields, dude. I, do I too. still think he's I do really too. and that's good. why that's I, one of the reasons why I'm not just saying I've, I'm out on them. Like, I believe in Justin mm-hmm. Fields as well. So it's one of those things where like I desperately want to think that Justin Fields is going to like basically force them to win four to five games. Like it's like, I'm too good to lose all the games. However, I've watched enough football to know that it is possible for a franchise to completely just lambaste, deep fry a quarterback prospect till you cannot recognize them anymore. So you can be so good, and the Chicago Bears can just eat you up and make you relevant. So I'm I'm torn. I tend to think that, yeah, I think this is probably the worst team in the league. Really, I, I I don't I don't know how they stop anyone, and I don't know how they score points. So, what are you supposed to do with that? I mean, it's true. I so I one of, another thing is I feel like I feel like their conference might be a little easier than Seattle's. Yes, I would definitely, um, agree with that. and that's another factor. Same with the Commanders. Like that's I, well, not maybe not maybe not. I'm not I'm not going to argue that one. But I, I think Seattle's conference is way harder, so they're almost a guaranteed worst there regardless. Mm-hmm. So that's why I have a hard time saying that Chicago's going to... I'm not... Like, Chicago sucks, but at least they have a conference where they may pick up a few wins here and there that they have, as you said, they don't fucking deserve, but they're going to get them anyway. <laughs> it happens every year. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I could see Detroit beating this team twice this year. Like, I, 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 I think they're that much worse than Detroit, but, right. but we'll see. All right. I think Next. I think Detroit's a little bit better than they get a little credit for personally. I think they're still pretty bad. But I do at least too, but play, they're at least they're playing some actual invest football. now. And Stonks yeah. are going up with Detroit yeah. over the next couple of years. I, I can see how they I can see how they can stop people, and I can see how they're going to score points. I can't see that with Chicago. Like I just don't. I, okay. I just don't know how they're going to do either. I respect. That. Um, all right, the most impressive quarterback at Pittsburgh's camp has been the human whack-a-mole himself, Mason Rudolph. Fact or fiction? I think fiction. I'm not buying it. I, I, I don't... No. 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 <laughs> I, I just refuse to believe that. 
this weird narrative where like Mason Rudolph has been like a passable backup quarterback is very puzzling to me. Um, he's been atrocious. It's been terrible. He, he's been he's made Colt McCoy look like a fucking all pro man. Like I, I, I he has play not off, played play off my football. man's Colt man. <laughs> <laughs> like it's weird. Like. Do you remember like the Charlie Batch and Brian Let- Leftwich years in Pittsburgh? Yeah. I feel like they have these years. I guess because it was a Ben thing, Ben would just miss big hunks of time because yep. he had to put a boot on or like he'd just being fat hurt his legs. But um, so we have these like long stretches of like backup quarterback action in Pittsburgh. Mason Rudolph, of all those guys, put out, I think, the trashiest trash. I, I really do believe that. So I'm not ready to say this is completely false because I don't have a ton of faith in either of those other guys. And it sounds like Kenny Pickett is like struggling out loud. Mitch Trubisky just appears to be the same titty kissing dude that he's always been. Um, but I still got to think – I. The football that Mitch Trubisky has put out over the years is significantly better than what Mason that, Rudolph That's has. exactly what I was going to say. Like mm-hmm. I'm not going to make a big Kenny Pickett – um, argument here. I wasn't the biggest fan of him in the draft. Um, I mean, as a college football player, he was good, but yeah, I don't think it's going to transverse. But yeah, uh, Mitch Trubisky has had way more high, like so much. He's so much better. I, I just don't, I don't understand how the hell Mason Rudolph would be getting like starting quarterback over uh, Mitch Trubisky. It makes no sense to me at all. Oh, I know one that we that we can chew on for a little bit, dude. Stick it, in, stick it in my mouth. Let's go. <laughs> While they are still splitting snaps, it appears clear that Baker Mayfield has the lead to start. Told you. In Carolina. Yeah. Fact or fiction, Cody White? Fact. I've been saying this for like a month and a half now. It's absolutely fact. <sighs> so, it. here's the deal. As we grow and learn as humans, so do our thoughts and feelings on topics grow and change. Um, that is the sign that, that you are an intelligent, breathing, thinking, curious person. I am not ready to say that I'm like pro Baker Mayfield in football analysis sense. I still have real, real questions about what he can and cannot do in an NFL football field. However... I very clearly feel like he's the best quarterback in that building by a wide, wide margin. And it at this point is largely pageantry that he has not officially been named the starter. Second, I am extremely ready to declare him the good guy in the Browns breakup. Um, Clark and I spoke a great deal on the phone over the weekend about this. He is as close to a hero in that, event as there could possibly be especially with just how screaming out loud evil the browns have essentially been in this entire process you trade away the entire franchise for the next half decade um for a unrepentant lying sex criminal um you come out there and say we did our due diligence we feel comfortable and it comes out that you he didn't even hire a gumshoe. He like went to Wikipedia and, and like, yeah, it doesn't say he's a rapist anywhere in his Wikipedia page, so he's probably fine. We'll go ahead and trade for him. And and then you called that doing your due diligence. You felt comfortable with that. And then ever since he's got in the building, you have just been 
endlessly annoyed that you had to answer questions about a situation that you entirely invited upon yourself and then assumed the rest of the universe would not call you out on and forget was a thing. And that is, so, and Baker Mayfield, I think Baker Mayfield very, very clearly displays who he is. I don't think he has any interest in, in being anything other than exactly who he is, warts and all. And I'm not going to pretend that that personality he shows us isn't potentially abrasive. But at the same time, like the fact that you let some of those quotes get out as an organization, um, oh, you know, they want an adult in the room, blah, 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 all that kind of stuff. Like, that is either incredibly sloppy on your part or deliberate. And I think I personally feel like it's the second by a pretty good margin that they deliberately sabotaged him, that they said a very catchy thing in, in order to try to change the narrative on him to make him easier to get out of the building. Um, so yeah, I'm sure he's abrasive, but like he also got done dirty and was very clearly not supported and not picked as the guy there. You have to keep in mind that none of the people in that building right now were there when he was acquired, that he was not their pick. Um, so regardless of what he was doing, they were going to look to move on from him. So I will declare him the good guy in that situation. And I guess I'm rooting for him though. I don't, my analysis of him as a football player has not changed because the, Narrative facts around the things that happen this offseason do not change the fact that he has limitations as a player and the th- things he did in college do not necessarily translate to a faster, meaner, more well-organized sport that he's playing now. No, I, I, I agree. Um, I, think, I think he's like a lower mid-range quarterback. Um, the Browns... I if I was a Browns fan, this is unforgivable. Like it's it's just so boneheaded what they've done. Um, it's one thing to want to move on from Baker. I I get that. I really do. Like um, you know, he had a really bad last season. He's been kind of even at his best. He's still pretty mid range. But he was like when he was brought in there, like <clears throat> the Browns were the Browns. Like. This guy got you to the playoffs. He, you know, this is something. He was a fucking hero, and within a year, they're just like, ah, this, we're done here. Like, it, it, it's just absurd. And when he went through his like um, the Baker Mayfield emo arc, yeah, that was lame. Like, I'm not like that sucks. Um, but part of me would think, wants to think that as soon as they're like, oh, by the way, um, yeah, Deshaun Watson, he's uh, he's gonna be missing some games. He's like, good, yes, yes, (laughs) I'm out of here, fuckers. Like, I don't know. I I just like treating, I don't know how you treat like a human like that. Like it it just, not even, not even from like an evil corporate standpoint, it doesn't make sense even in a business sense. It's, it literally is just malice. It it almost feels like, um, as for wanting to root for Baker, like I'm, I'm rooting for Baker. Like I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say, or say he's like the goat or anything, but I think that he adds to the Panthers. I think he makes that team better, a, not a ton better, but I do think that they're going to have a better record than um, you know a lot of people realize. Um, and that's why I'm kind of you know I think I think they can make I still think they can make the playoffs. Uh, they're not going to win that division necessarily, but I think they can pick up a wild card and probably get out first round. Um, which is an improvement. Stuff. 
Yeah. Well, the, the get out first round part of that. I'm not sure they make it in the first place. But um, yeah. So the other thing that is like low key about this story is you're the Cleveland Browns. Like, no one wants to come play for you, and Baker no. was excited. He, he wanted to be there. He he advocated for you guys. He got you guys on fucking commercials, which. Last time you were good, television wasn't fucking invented yet, so you've never been on commercials before. And um, uh, and then you couldn't even get Deshaun Watson to listen to your offers until you built the most evil contract ever so that you could give him a half a quarter of a billion dollars or pretty close to half a billion dollars and then protect it from all of the sinister shit that he's done and, <laughs> and protect it from suspension, man. Like, it's... It makes no fucking sense. Yeah, you had to sell your soul to be relevant, and now you're getting dragged for it. That so. in, like, we don't even know if Deshaun Watson's the same fucking player. Like, I'm sure he's going to be good, but he's going to be worth that? He hasn't played in fucking two years. Like, what the hell? It, well, that, you're a little over a year, point. but yeah. That's an interesting point. Yep. It's like, it's like I, we just assume he's going to be that, but like, has he been working out or just been getting handies the whole time? Like, exa- you know, exactly. Like, I'm sure he's going to be good, but he, like, it, when you pay that much, the floor is like top seven, top seven quarterback. The floor is top seven. Mm-hmm. If he, if he's like a, if he's like number ten, that ain't good enough. You got fleeced. That is not good enough. So yep, then you then you're in the what's called the Joe Flacco hole. So yeah, yeah, because you you spent all the equity your franchise has for a good quarterback that you can't build around. Like, what's the fucking point? I don't know. I fuck the Browns. Like, I've never been a Browns fan. I've always felt bad for the Browns. But after all this sh- all this shit, like, I mean, I'm happy as a Texans fan. <laughs> don't get me wrong. Thank you for getting rid of that headache. But at the same time, like, I don't know. It's just so shitty. Um I don't know. I feel bad for Browns fans, which they Browns have a ton of fans. I it's crazy. I was thinking about it the other day. That's an incredibly dedicated fan base. Yes, only known pain. Yep, like it's an entire generation of like. And listen, I, like I said I spent a quarter of a century watching the Bucks flop around on a court and call it basketball. Like I, I I understand that pain, but to have that pain and to have such like. A sinister cloud within that pain. I don't understand how you can just keep doing that to yourself, man. Like, yeah, it's a, it's a self fulfilling prophecy. I mean, there's no one to blame for at least this one. There's no one to blame but themselves. So it's hard to feel bad. I don't know. I mean, maybe we're all wrong. Maybe he goes out there and just just the, a freak of nature, and they get the super like it win a Super Bowl. Who the fuck knows? But I'm not buying it. <laughs> so. I guess we'll see, man. But go, hur- yay Baker, boo Browns. Yeah. All right. Other stories: Romeo Dubs and Brandon Ayuk are the greatest wide receivers of all time, and they'll, they'll set every single. Uh, <laughs> For those who can't see, which is everyone except me, uh, Cody's currently doing Fortnite dances. Um, to that statement, so go go off, Cody. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not buying it. I mean, um, Brandon. I believe that Brandon Ayuk is a really good player, <clears throat> um, mm-hmm. but there's there's no way he just turned into you know Antonio Brown of 
five years ago out of fucking nowhere. Like, I I don't know. I think it's it's definitely overhyped. Also, hello, there, there's somebody named Debo Samuels there. I mean, <laughs> it's not like he's just going to take over receiver one. I think he's good. I think if that if um, him and Trey Lance have a have a good um, you know chemistry, that that could be that could be awesome. But um, I still think it's the Debo show. So. I, I, it's going to be interesting because it it really comes down to how much, if at all, does Trey Lance expand the offense? Yeah, because like under Jimmy G, that this is was not a productive enough offense to support that running game and Debo and George Kittle and Brandon Ayuk. Does the addition of Trey Lance change that? Does that expand the production of that offense to the point that in another person can come in there and feast? I think eventually. Do I think it's this year? Maybe. Like, like, I don't Maybe know. Halfway we, we, through. We've, we've, seen, we've seen guys like this blow up before, and Trey Lance was a favorite prospect of mine when he came out. Same. Um, I think if Brandon Ayuk has the year that, like, the hype bunny say is going to be it's going to be because of a slight return to earth from Debo Samuel. I don't think it's going to be because the offense became that much more productive that they could staple another thousand yard receiver to it. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I just, I like, I like Trey Lance, but based on the, the small um, size we have, I, I don't, that's a lot of mouths to feed for like, you're going to have, um, you know, an 800 to 1100 yard, tight end with another thousand yard receiver with Brandon Ayuk putting up another thousand yards. Ah, I don't know about that one, but I hope so. (laughs) That'd be great. (laughs) Um, man, it just think if they, if they can actually put together like a good, and I mean, good offense, finally not boring, just check down passes and shit like that. That team is fucking horrifying, like horrifyingly good. Um, I, yeah, that's a big if, though. I, I, I know it's think a big they're going to regress this year. I I feel like their their defense shows up every other year. It's one of those things where like, but they're never bad though. They're never like they're never bad. They're not always. I'm amazing. a little concerned because they're still going through a turnover on that defensive coaching staff, and I just God, their front some the front is a monster. I, I yeah, that pass rush is a complete monster. Like I and I get that. That's not like it's like. It, that doesn't exist in a bubble that affects every level of the defense. So I I, I, I understand that, um, but at the same time, like I really do feel like you can attack their secondary, kind of at will. Not that there's like exclusively bad players there, but there's no one there that you have to like scheme around to avoid or anything. Like I think it's kind of exploitable. So do I do I think they're a dominant defense? I I I don't. I definitely don't think they're dominant enough to support. In offensive struggles, so I, I think they're going to kind of. Regret. This is like the ultimate good team that's going to lose some games they shouldn't lose this year. Like that, they're kind of always like that. Like nothing's nice. changed. They're, they've always been like that. And mm-hmm. I mean, I would argue that having a glaring weakness, like their secondary is meh. But if that is like that's a known thing, like hey, we're stacked everywhere except for this one thing. You really get to focus on that one thing and maybe make some uh, midseason moves. If they if they are looking good to actually fix it, so it is a weakness. But at the same time, at least you if you know the coaching staff could try to like actually focus on that, 
if they actually get the wheels running, they might make a run for it. And as far as the, the Romeo dubs part of the earlier comment goes, um, I guess fact it, it's weird to say that about someone who have never even a guy without a ton of draft pedigree and no on the field NFL experience, you're going off a lot of projection, but Aaron Rodgers will absolutely fucking blast you if you're a wide receiver and a rookie and not doing what you're supposed to be doing. He will like, he will call reporters at their house to talk trash about you. He has no problem fucking blasting you. And he's not doing that. And he's not doing that to Romeo Dubs. So that definitely perks my ears up. And also like the reports coming out is he's do he is the guy who's doing all the bubble screen close to the line of scrimmage stuff that Devonta Adams used to do that basically made Devonta Adams Devonta Adams. So if he's the guy I trusted with that, that also perks my ears up. The part that totally like kind of casts it into a big shadow of doubt is Christian Watson's uh isn't on the field right now. He's hurt. So because my first thought is, well, the second he comes back, he's going to do all that shit. So like, right. So it's that's the big thing. Like, so and will he be good enough in this window to make that irrelevant and or to push him into another role? Like, I, I don't know. So he definitely has my ears. Like, like he he's he's interesting. I'm going to watch the preseason closely with him and see what he does. That's cool. I don't I don't know enough about him to. Um really make a judgment call how how long is watson out i honestly didn't know he was injured uh he's just doing he's has a lot of like soft tissue working on the side sort of stuff oh, okay. going on right now it's, it's nothing serious got it but it's just a lot of stuff that's keep that's limiting his reps and limiting <clears throat> his exposure so makes sense mm-hmm. yeah because i had pretty high hopes for him uh you know it's one of those things he, com- he comes from what what's not it's a respected program, but it's not a pro-level program. And then you are exposing his body to pro-level experience in his body. And, and he was already kind of a raw prospect, regardless of where he went to school. He's going to take some time to get his body to an NFL body. Right. Like he's, he's, he's slim and stiff. Like, so um, I don't think this is anything out of the ordinary when, that, when guys like that are transferring to the league. No, it makes sense. Um, I don't... How do you how do you honestly feel about the Packers? Like obviously they're going to be a lot worse, but like <clears throat> as a whole, like where's where's your head at? Um, it's one of those things that like I'm no longer the second Adams left, the idea that we're going to win another championship during the Aaron Rodgers era sort of left with them. I, th- I felt like right, like I, I I no longer expect that from my team, and I have over the past couple of years that they were going to have a shot. So I think they're going to be good. I think they're going to win somewhere between 10 and 12 games. Wow. Um, okay. But um, I just I don't think they're to be taken terribly seriously in the grand scheme of things. Um, so I'm kind of just like going to enjoy my last couple of years of Rodgers and kind of ride that out. That's how I feel about it. I think so you should I, enjoy I, the future of Jordan Love. So, oh my God, we should factor fiction that because holy cow, the Jordan Love dick sucking parade is yes, circling the block block for lap two, man. Like it is, like people are like, oh, he he turned a corner. He's this is finally him, man. He's ready to go. And I'm like, sure, the dude looked like he was seeing 
a ghost last time I saw him on the field. And his he girlfriend and his mom were way up there in the stands. They weren't far away enough. Again, they sh- we should have put him on that fucking Chili's orbital fucking base and had them make those margaritas because they should not have been anywhere close to wherever the fuck that was. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't even know, like, I mean, Jordan Love, I don't think he's ever going to be a starting quarterback. Um, no. I, I, and, yeah, I, 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 th- I, I saw, like, some headlines with that, and I was like, yeah, no, this is, this is absolutely insane. He's, he's going to do that Josh Rosen thing where he's going to kick around and get a bunch of money to hang out for a few weeks in different yeah. outfits. And Good for him. That's awesome. Quietly, quietly, yeah, that, that's awesome, man. The dude's going to make, him, he's going to make his nut for sure, man. He already, yeah. He's already made his nut. You got you got a first round paycheck, so yeah. um, like good for him. Like he's still better at what he did than like literally almost the entire other human race that he's a part of. But I I, I don't see a future where he's leading a franchise now. Yeah, no, totally agreed. Though I, yeah, I'm gonna wait till it's a good preseason game. And I'm gonna relist all of my Jordan Love cards that I bought. So how many do you have? I have like five or six that I bought. Not enough, dude. Yeah, invest now. He's going to be the starting quarterback for the Texans here soon. You, you don't believe in, in Nicky McGee? Oh, I'm totally, I'm totally joking. No, that would, I, would, I would cry in a pillow. <laughs> I can't take another hit like that. I'm ready, dude. I'm ready for the neck. I hope that, I hope that like, pops off. You know how like, Fitzy had like, the beard and like, James Harden mm-hmm. had the beard? It's like the neck. And it's just like a bunch of shirts with just like, a thick-ass neck. I'm ready for it to take well, off. I saw something like like he said like uh, his mom called and is like you should like try to get a turtleneck sponsor or something. And he's like, dude, that's so fucking wholesome. Actually, yeah. <laughs> that's adorable. <laughs> you know, all those t- turtleneck emporiums are really. <laughs> I mean, Garner Min- didn't Garner Minshew get a bunch of fucking dumb things with his mustache like when that was hyped, like ad wise. Oh yeah, no, he absolutely turned that into like YouTube yeah. ads or whatever he was doing. Dude. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and that was just some facial hair. That shit could be grown and like shaven off. A neck is there forever. You can't do yeah, anything about sh- it. Don't shave off your neck. Don't Definitely shave your don't neck. Do that. Please, yeah. we need you. I mean, you asked me how I feel. How do you feel about the Texans this year? Um, I think we're gonna have a better season than last season. I mean, I'm not like, I'm not like super hyped about it. Um, but at the same time, um, I do feel that <clears throat> coaching, like head office coaching wise, I feel a lot better. And even last season, like when we were losing, because I, I I remember like you know three seasons of Deshaun Watson just carrying our team, um, and I didn't feel there was any coaching or anything. It just felt like we were just being carried by raw talent. I actually, for the first time in a while, feel that oh no, we're we're actually we have a shot at actually like out scheming some teams, um, which is pretty exciting. Because uh, I'm not going to go in there being depressed about it. I'm going to go in there, you know, see what we can actually do. Because last year, I mean, we talked about it. Um, there was there was some watchable football there. So, yeah. I mean, I'm, I guess I'm slightly hopeful. That's definitely places you not for on the hot boys hope scale. So, <sighs> yeah. I don't know. The two other boys are very, very depressed about their teams. So. Which is so, I mean, well, Pete, I get why, but... The thing with TC, like, I, I get where he's at, but I'm like, dude, your team is really, really fucking good. Like, stop being depressed. 
I think your quarterback's really good, and then you have a few really good offensive weapons. But I, I, I don't think that team is good. I don't really. Well, I don't. Either. I, I think. I, I, agree I think that's them, insane. Yeah. I think that's crazy. I think I, that team I, is pretty good. I think that roster is littered with flaws. <laughs> that are I mean, what what team isn't though? To a degree, yeah. I, I mean, think that team is like it's like ninety nine percent heel. If you're talking Achilles heel. Imagine a, a person that's like a head on a heel. That's what I think that. That's okay, um, the Texans play um, the Cardinals. Who wins? The Cardinals. A fucking course they are. <laughs> yeah. So shut the fuck up about them that's being a, so bad. That's but that's like getting up a single step and calling that an achievement. Like that's not. Clear I doesn't know. My point is when I got to hear everyone else bitch about their teams. It Pete Pete's in my camp. I I'll give him mm-hmm. the pass. Like his team. Mm-hmm is worse than the Texans, like dead ass. But mm-hmm. I know, but it's like, I get it, but I, I've, I've lived this hell <laughs> for, for a minute, not, not forever. Cause I mean, we were conference champions for, or division mm-hmm. champ- champions like every year there for a while. So somehow, somehow. Yeah. Bring back Schaub. Mm-hmm. We'll be fine. Yeah. He can fucking, he can still probably huck pick sixes, man. <laughs> that, that skill never goes away. It's like riding a bike. Fucking Matt Schaub. I, I feel like that dude had no passion for the game. Uh, maybe I'm just wrong, but he just... Near seemed- the end, probably. But, like, I mean, the, there was a minute there right in the meat of it where he was one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Oh, no, he, he, he had, had that... He had his moment. Yeah. Freakish year. Did he, like, mm-hmm. yeah, he had a freakish year where he was the number one quarterback, but then it was kind of all downhill from there. That's all the training camp stuff I have. Do you have any other football things or non-football things? I have non-football things. I have a question, sir. Yep. You sent me a an image earlier today, a yep. uh, text. Yep. I yep. would like to know why the fuck we're getting daily wire updates on our Facebook page for this podcast. So, <laughs> why the I, fuck I is pl- Ben Shabibo on our goddamn feed? I have no idea because that Facebook is like, like Facebook let specifically the Hot Boys. Um, podcast Facebook page follows on Facebook. Um, they Please. alerted us. It's like, hey, uh, Ben Shapiro's uh, streaming live on. He's Facebook, live right now. And we're like, what the fuck? Yeah, one <laughs> fuck Ben Shapiro. Yeah, uh, and honestly, I'll be. I've got to be honest with you. Facts don't care about your feelings. You suck. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just weird. Why is that being advertised to us? Like that's such like it's a football podcast, and we we post like dumb memes, and it's like, oh, they're gonna love this guy. <laughs> Yeah, what the fuck? Maybe they're trying to give us like good meme fodder. Oh, like, maybe maybe they, maybe maybe they're doing like a point guard they, thing where they're trying to give us some like assist for some memes. It's like I don't know. I just I imagine like Ben Shapiro's like um, like input into football. Well, you see, what's going on here is that um, Matt Schaub is actually one of the best quarterbacks in the league. The okay. left doesn't want you to know this. It's like yep. no, I, I don't I don't like it. It's just a, it is weird, dude. They want, they want you rooting for those Union State quarterbacks <laughs> like daniel jones oh uh, if you guys don't like running back by committee then <laughs> you're gonna <laughs> i'm done with this sounds bit. like communist to me <laughs> exactly <laughs> oh shit dude i don't know i just thought it was so it was so fucking weird like that's such a polarizing thing and i'd be just as confused if it was doing someone on the other side of the fence it's not even about like what side he's on it's just like why are you giving us political commentators <laughs> Maybe it's like it's like TikTok and that you can get caught on sides of TikTok 
where like you you hit like like on one thing and then all of a sudden like an aspect of that one thing is all you get. Maybe we somehow got put into a Ben Shapiro pod. <laughs> it's like a choose your own adventure book where like we liked a meme about um I don't know, fucking <clears throat> a random football player, next thing you know, we're like getting ads for like donating kidneys and stuff, and it's like how the fuck did we get here? <laughs> exactly, man. Yeah. So Facebook's runaway algorithm strikes again. Dude, they, um, I, what was it? I, I heard like a while back that the Instagram and Facebook is like, they're like doubling down on ads. So like, I don't know, I don't know if you're even on Instagram, but like every other post is a fucking ad and I, I'm not, yep, it's I'm so, not joking. It's, it's obnoxious. Yep. It's so crazy. So I, I think maybe that has a little bit to do with it. Cause I've, I mean, I'm never on Facebook because I mean, I, I'll go in there to like talk to family. Like I literally just use it as a chat bot essentially. But every time mm. I'm there, I'm just blasted by ads that have nothing to do with me. It's so fucking crazy. Um, I get blasted with the ads on Facebook, but it was worth it because one of the ads it blasted me with was for a meme page that was exclusively about shit talking the Confederacy. Um, and oh, yeah, you was, fucking send me. So, yeah, those are funny yeah, that, as fuck. Yeah, that was maybe the best afternoon of my life. Yeah. Um, how, however, everything else has been terrible. I deliberately designed my Instagram to show me nothing but Warhammer figures. Like I like nice. I, I deliberately engaged with nothing else because I didn't want it. I still got the thoughts, and I still got just a completely absurd amount of ads. So it's yeah. it's, a, it's a it's a naturally poisonous program meant to destroy your brain. So yeah, I I can't stay on there too long. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, just social media as as a whole is just fucked. No matter which get, one you go to, it's getting real like bad for my brain. I've noticed like it's just like it it, it puts you in dark places. It's, like, it's deliberately poisonous. Yeah, no. How, except for except for our pages, you should only follow. Oh. Absolutely. Us on social medias. Yeah. 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 No, I FB mean, underscore hot boys. That's the Twitter. only one that's good. We should just make our own social, uh, like social network, like call it the hot boy network. And it's the just hot boy pile. Hot. Th- what? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Call the hot boy pile. Hot boy pile. So come, come join. Come, come hop in the pile. That's what we'll say. It's like a pile of leaves. Like it's sweaty dudes talking about football. Yeah. But, yeah, but it's hot boys. Hot so. men. Maybe Ben Shapiro just saw that we were called the Hot Boys. Like, yep, there you go. That sounds there like something is. I'm interested in. Yeah. That. Jesus fucking Christ. Fucking Daily Wire chuds. So um, I got a call yesterday from the local hobby shop. And uh, I had submitted a PSA package over a year ago. And PSA got. During the pandemic. All people did was uh, trade crypto cards. and sports cards. And um, it got so back jammed. So I finally got it. And I went to the store. And the thing that threw me off is like there's a big shipment. So there's a bunch of dudes in there. And they were all um, opening their packages in there. So you can kind of see what everyone else is grading. And I, I sent about like, almost 30 cards in and started a nice little stack of cards. And I opened mine. And I looked over at this guy. And this other guy... Oh, well, AJ just dropped. So it's me just here. One man yep. showing it. My Discord crashed for some reason. Hey, you you're know? back. What's up, buddy? Hey. Anyway. 
that was weird. Like Discord just completely closed on me. Stopped. It's it like shut down. This story and sucks. I love Ben Shapiro, and then just <laughs> <laughs> we're back. <laughs> Woohoo! All right, continue. So, so anyway, I have this stack of thirty-five cards. I'm going through my look over, and this dude has a box that's like it looks like a Foot Locker that he just basically sent out, and he has a stack that is the stack the total number of cards I sent out, and it's just Christian McCaffrey rookie cards, the same one over and over and over again, this enormous stack of them. And he's like, seven, eight, seven, eight, seven, eight, nine, seven, eight, seven, eight, seven, eight, nine. Not a 10 in the whole thing. And I'm just like, and then he did my favorite thing. Because speaking of chuds, um, any sort of influencer media around sports card collecting is deeply chud infested. I imagine. (laughs) It's it's almost exclusively. It's like crypto. Chuds all the way down. Um, But... One of my favorite things is when they do these unboxings and they open it and then they're looking through and it's like, oh, oh, what? No, this is totally a 10. What? Seven, seven. Get out of here. You know what? And, and I'm quoting the guy that was sitting in the store right next to me. He goes, you know, they're not giving 10s to Mahomes anymore. That there's not grading any cards from Mahomes 10s anymore. And I'm like, what? And I'm like, yeah, they are. And he's like, and he's like, no, they're not, man. I just, I just sent in an entire box of Mahomes, and it was a single ten. I'm like, I mean, I don't know why they're not motivated to do that. I don't know how you have any evidence. But he's like, no, man, trust me, they're not doing it. <laughs> and so fuck? he had, he had a stack of he had a stack of well he had a stack of Watsons Watson rookie cards that he sent in that was about thirty deep, Kamara's, McCaffrey's, and there was. And Dalvin Cooks, that's what he had. Okay. So he had 30s of each of them. And he, in all of that, I think he got maybe four or five tens out of all of them. So, and I had I mean, about five, t- I, I, and I had five tens in, in my in my pack. So, like, nice. I don't know. I, I'm tens I, are I, fucking rare for a goddamn reason. Like, mm-hmm. like I mean, you probably, well, I, you do sports cards. I do Magic the Gathering and yeah. Pokemon. It's like, you could. I don't think people understand like a 10 isn't just like it being in good condition. It's, it's like how it's printed. It has to do with the card stock, mm-hmm. the line. Like there's so many factors that go into it. Yeah. There's a reason why 10s are unbelievably fucking rare. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's so funny. It, why is everyone trying to turn everything into a fucking spirit conspiracy theory? Like, no, you, they aren't. No, they, <laughs> they just aren't anymore. I think the idea that anything could happen for no reason is deeply, deeply shattering to some people. And um, life is just randomness. Just embrace mm -hmm. it and go on with your fucking day. Existences. Like, I was looking through it and I sent a Roberto Clemente in and it came back a three. And my literal response was, aw, poor Roberto. A fucking three? Was that like ripped in half or some shit? Uh, Jesus it's, Christ. It's, I don't, th- I, I mean, I personally don't think it's a three. I yeah. think that was probably harsh, but I'm also not going to fucking d- declare war on the South for it. Like, it's, it, it's a Roberto Clemente card that's old. Right. It's a little red. <laughs> but yeah, man, like I said, chuds all the way down. I love it, dude. I don't know. People, uh, People just don't like losing, is all it is. I guess not. And that guy lost in all of his Alvin Kamara cards. Oh, and a, a little a little sports card collecting thing. As also, a, don't invest in running backs. No one buys them. Just don't. 
it's a, unless it's, they're it's a poor in the hall, right? It, it, even still, like people just don't buy running backs. Like so, what is it? It's all quarterbacks, put, and then like some elite receivers. I'm assuming. Yeah, the fact that that dude put a couple of G's into like exclusively running backs was a, was yeah, a poor decision. Like twenty five <laughs> bucks per card, right? Yep, exactly. Fuck so, me, dude. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's so much money. Mm-hmm. But so that guy's got a lot of things to complain about that aren't the a lot of um, CMCs, the the fucking PSA Illuminati that are keeping his tens away from him. But if you watch like YouTube stuff and those guys start to lose it about what their grades come back as. And then they realize that they have to make a rest of the video. Like that's my favorite part when they're all like hot and bothered, and then they have to come back down to finish the video. And it's like, ah, phew, uh, mm, yeah, you know, subscribe, hit, hit the bell yeah, notification. It's like, oh, it's like so they have to go back and cry into their teddy bear after the camera turns oh off. God. But <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah, don't play games you're not willing to lose. But, True. Now, um, card mm-hmm. collecting is expensive. It is, and. That's Especially if you're gonna play the PSA game, man, you're 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 setting yourself up for heartbreak. So, because you 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 fail you fall to the fates when you open the box and you fall to them again when right you send it up to PSA, man. So you surrender to random. You surrender to the to the uh, fucking gambling table. Did um <laughs> twice? Did, did you did you uh, get anything back that made it all worthwhile? Yes. So I actually had an upcharge. Anytime you get an upcharge from PSA, it means that you got something that you can sell for lots of money. All right. Well, thank you for joining us on what was a surprisingly football-filled episode of Football Hot Boys. Don't get used to that. It's not going to keep happening through the preseason. <laughs> uh, until next week, go over ahead and follow us on Facebook and, and uh, hit us up on Twitter at FB underscore Hot Boys. Uh, until next, uh, next time, stay out there, boys and girls. Bye-bye. Please sponsor us, Outback Steakhouse. I love your steak. Don't be an asshole. Bye.